We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We know the combine is now underway. I just saw a coach with backpack, lanyard, and a coffee cup. Oh, in a hotel lobby? In a walking through a hotel lobby. Perfect. So I saw two, two head coaches already right. uh, doing that. So you know that the combine's underway. Yep. When you have the shot of them coming down the escalator, both arms of the backpack over their shoulders, mm-hmm. lanyard, and a, and a hot cup of coffee. Yeah. They're ready to get to work in Indianapolis. And you got reporter dude in a hotel lobby that none of us could ever afford to stay in. It looks like a fancy hotel. It really, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Looks, Look at all that. Yeah. super fancy. A lot of wrought iron and mirrors. All right, the other no-brainer was... The uh, the Chiefs on Friday uh, announced that Matt Nagy is the new offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. On why they waited the Friday news dump. Well, one, I mean, but, yeah. you got to dot the eyes de- across the yeah, tees. I guess you gotta, and, you know. it, the deal's done when it's done. Yeah, yeah. But but uh, another no brainer. I yeah. mean, when 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 he was back here as a former head coach, as a former coordinator, and being the quarterback coach, you thought it was probably only a matter of time before he would be uh, elevated. And indeed, that has happened now that. Um, Eric Bieniemy has moved on to uh, Washington. Yeah, and and he, here here's the other thing with, with Matt Nagy right now. Him and Patrick Mahomes have this great relationship. You can just see it on the sidelines. I'm sure you've seen it down there on the sidelines. He was as much involved in anything and everything as Eric Bieniemy well, was. Plus, right? he saved yeah. him on the bus. Plus, he did. He saved him on the yeah, bus. He yeah. caught Patrick now, on the now bus. Now Patrick should have saved Matt from dancing like a suburban dad up there on stage. I'll just say that you know, doing the Bud Light Shuffle. I don't know if you if if you saw the responses when the Chiefs announced it on Friday. On Twitter, we've named Matt Nagy offensive coordinator, and the tweets that people were responding back with were the dancing, dancing oh, like, yeah, "This yeah. is how excited he is, the yeah. stuff fired oh, up yeah. he is." Yeah. <laughs> it's all shots of him dancing <laughs> on stage, as it should right? be. Well, done. as it should yeah. be. Yeah. You win the Super Bowl. You just got out of that hellhole that Chicago, where they have unrealistic expectations for a dead stick franchise that hasn't had a quarterback since Sonny Gilman. You go out there and you have yourself a time, Matt, Na- Matt Nagy. You, you go man. out there and you do you, my friend. And uh, I'm glad to have him as offensive coordinator. Him, him and Patrick Mahomes just have a tremendous relationship, and this is going to be great for the organization moving forward. And it's going to get him ready to take over once Andy Reid decides to retire. So. Pretty much, a, pretty much a no-brainer there as well. Yeah, so. he's awesome, man. Everybody's going to be so excited, and Chicago's going to be so mad when Matt Nagy wins multiple Super Bowls as head coach of the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes. And they'll still be looking for a quarterback. And they'll still be looking for a quarterback because they don't have one right now. Yeah, today's uh, today's news is they're uh, basically fielding offers for the number one pick. Yeah. A couple teams have talked or have called them already, and uh, they're open to and leaning towards trading out of the number one pick because – they're not going to pick quarterback, so they'll move down to wherever, somewhere in the top ten, and uh, and probably get a defensive player or something because yeah. they think they have their uh, their quarterback. Maybe wrong, they, but they're wrong. Yeah, they're uh, that's 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 the uh, the spot that they're in mm-hmm. right now. Um, I guess the bad turf in Arizona has been a thing, dating back to the last time the Super Bowl was played in Arizona. 
Josh, it was a bad deal on the first game of the season. Well, that's you know? true, too, but this is dating back to, I don't know, Super Bowl XLIX. XLIXLIX. Patriots in Arizona had a bad field. Like we still haven't got this one right. Is that why the Seahawks messed up the final play of the game like that? Because the field was bad? Is that what we're looking at? If it's been a problem there, how do they keep getting it? It's my question. Well, how do they continue to allow NFL players to go out there on a weekly basis during the regular season if they're not getting the field right, Josh? That That's the bigger question. It's not just one game for the Super Bowl. We're allowing NFL players that are world-class athletes that make millions of dollars per year that are big-time investments by franchises to go out there and play on field conditions that are not good. Correct. So former Patriots wide receiver Danny Amendola was on the uh, the Chris Long podcast and said that dating back to that Super Bowl, they were prepared for poor field quality. He says Patriots coach Bill Belichick insisted the players wear seven studded cleats, meaning cleats with better traction, because he knew the field conditions would be an issue. When you play a night game in Arizona, for some reason, the grass is always a little dewy at night and it's slick, Amendola says. I've worn seven studs on that field numerous times. But Amendola said players don't like those cleats because they're heavier and the players feel slower. I don't know if they've actually tested this or not, but that's the that's the belief. Yeah. Like sometimes you you believe it, right? You believe it. This make this isn't going to make me faster. I'm not wearing these. Mm-hmm. And how much different in weight can they truly be? Half an ounce? Probably not even that much. Like Right? Tenths of an ounce. Tenths probably. of an ounce. But right? I, I guess when you're a world-class athlete, that stuff that does matter. That does matter. It's like the yeah. swimmers who shave, you know? Yeah. Quote, Bill made it mandatory that we had a seven-stud game. We were all bleep and moaning, but we didn't have too many slips. Amendola says players and coaches on the Chiefs and Eagles should have been better prepared for field conditions. On the surface, you've got to switch the tires out and put the seven studs in, Amendola says. I feel like you get better traction. You don't feel like you can play as fast in them, but at the same time, you're chopping it up. You're gripping the turf. Anybody that slipped in the Super Bowl, look at the cleats they were wearing. They were probably wearing the wrong tires. Yeah, and and that's something that the Chiefs figured out, though, and they had less slippage than what we saw on the Eagles' sideline. And I made the comment right after the Super Bowl. I go, that's a veteran coach versus a young coach who hasn't been around the block that understands that paying attention to every detail, no matter how small, can affect the outcome of the game. This seems like a small detail, but the two coaches that paid most attention to it are Bill Belichick and Andy Reid. Who prepare for everything. Who are the two greatest coaches in the NFL and are two of the four greatest of all time, in my opinion. And those are the two that paid attention to that. Guys need to take a page from Bill Belichick and Andy Reid if you're going to try to coach in the NFL and do exactly what they do. No matter how small, no matter how big, there's a reason that they're doing it. So Belichick and Reed paid attention to the tread on the tires. Both of those teams won that game. And you look at that last play. Seattle tries to make a play at the goal line. Clearly the wrong call in throwing the ball, but there was some slippage there. That dude was able to get in the way, get that interception, and win the game for the New England Patriots. Maybe if the wide receiver doesn't slip trying to cut across the middle, maybe we have a different ball game. Maybe it's a different story. Maybe we look at the Patriots dynasty different. But great coaches pay attention to every little detail. 
and then they disseminate that information. They make their players wear the right cleats and they win a game. It's not that hard. Uh, 913-586-7610. You can weigh in. This comes from Super 70 Sports, one of my favorite follows on, on Twitter. A uh, picture of a kid sitting in front of a, a box TV. It just reads, the kid is now blind because he sat too close to the TV. Sincerely, every 70s mom. <laughs> you got that, right? Oh, for sure. Don't sit too close to the TV. I, I You'll say go it now. Blind. I'll say it now. Yeah. Still to him. You're but most TVs are on the wall now. Yeah, you're you sitting know? too close. Back up. Don't know that that was ever proven true. No. I don't think we, we've... We're growing up now in a generation of all these. Well, clearly you were a 70s child. Right. You know, you you can't see right now. I don't think that that was the case. Yeah, but see, like, we grew up in the 70s sitting too close to the television, putting Mercurochrome and iodine on every cut. Only on lap belts. No seatbelts in, in the cars, barely. No bike helmets. No bike helmets. None. Everybody's parents riding smoked in the closed of... cars, riding in the back of pickups, yep. yeah. back of station wagons, facing the wrong way. We're all here to talk about it. Pops rolling with a cold one and a heater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going that far. I can have a beer on the way. So what other lies? What other <laughs> lies did they tell us? 913-586-7610. What were some yeah, what were some of the lies that our parents told us that we were bought into, man? What were some of those things? I texted my sister that question, and she said, of course, is it late enough in the day for this or not yet? Why? Because we're we're in school. We're right? in school. Are school we doing schools session. in session? Yeah, mostly. Yeah, St- schools in session. Mostly, yeah. I think. Mostly, yeah. it's a safe space. Yeah. Is it a safe space? I don't know. Sure. I think we're at that borderline. You know where yeah. I'm going with it, though. That was the number one lie my sister said our parents told us. Oh, oh, oh. so I don't know. Actually, I'm, I'm I don't know. <laughs> he had beta. Remember? Yeah, that's true. He probably didn't see it. Yeah. So you know what that is. I'm not going to say. I don't, right now I don't know. I think the kids are kind you of save it. Save it for later? Well, maybe right. I'll save it for later. The other one that I was told, if I did use it, I would lose it. I don't know why my mother always told me that. I don't know. That. I always had the uh, don't swallow your chewing gum. Oh, that's right. Yep. It'll stay in your st- stomach for seven years. Yeah. All the time. Not true, right? No. Nothing stays in your body that long. I don't know. You probably but why is everything seven years? Like walking <laughs> under a ladder gives you seven years yeah, bad luck. Yeah, I don't know. Mirror seven years bad luck. Chewing gum. Why are 100 pitches the number, Bob? I don't know. know. Sometimes it just is. Right, yeah. It is, yeah. A puppy dies every time you feed geese. Your parents told you that. Oh, my God. It's just We were told not not to feed rice to birds because they would explode. Mm. So what do you think we did? Fed them rice. If you pee in the street, you'll get pink eye. Mm -hmm. Never heard that one. Oh, this is a good one from the 913. You can't have the overhead light on in the car because it's illegal. Yeah. Yeah. Parents always told me that. Turn yeah. it off. Yep. We're going to get pulled over. Yep. Can't get in the no, pool we're for get half an hour over after eating. Pops has a cold one in a heater. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Same with eating the watermelon seeds. Don't swallow unless you want a watermelon growing in your stomach. Yeah. Ah, this is a good one. Don't make a face or your face will get stuck. I can't tell you how many times. My oh, yeah. Don't cross your eyes. They'll stay that way. Don't make that face. It'll stay that way. Yeah. Oh, will it? Yeah. So I, I texted a friend of mine about this. I said, what did your, because her mother created all kinds of weird stuff. It was my piano teacher, Mrs. Sauter. She said, if I didn't practice, I'd be buried in a mound of dirt and stuff like that. You know, like made stuff up as we were kids. I said, what did your mother tell you when you were growing up? That was a total lie. And she goes that everything would be okay. Oh, I was man. Like, oh, God. Jeez. I mean, I guess is the, the other one was, which we, we, we talked about last week was if you just put your mind to it. You could accomplish anything. Right. 
I hate to burst everybody's bubble. Not, not true. happening. Not happening. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, we were always told those lies. Yeah. Just put your mind to it. It'll happen. Yeah. Nah, no, not, not necessarily no. won't. From the 816, I was always told I was special. What a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 913-586-7610. Keep them coming on the Jay Southland Tow Service Cu- text line. couple other ones was like it was illegal to drive with flip-flops on, my mother used to yep. tell me. Did yep. you hear that? I that don't was, know if that's the case yeah. or not. Yeah. Um, but to this day, I hardly ever drive with a pair of flip-flops on. Well, because it could get stuck under the pedal. And you're, uh, the, right, you stuck run, under the pedal. You could right. run through a grocery store or right. something. Well, that was my mother-in-law without flip-flops. But, um, and, and the other one in, in the car was you can't have headphones on. That's illegal, which... If it's not, it should be illegal. I see people driving around with headphones on all the time. You can't hear the aware. You're not aware to what's going on around you. Your car is not your own private office. You're driving down the street. My speakers are bumping from Santa Fe Auto Sound. Is it? Isn't that the same thing? No, it's different. I, you I have awareness. Not hearing you either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not hearing you either. I, a couple outside of the box sporting events I really like. We'll get to that next. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back in on a Monday, along with Bob Fesco, I'm Josh Klingler, Brian Williams, B-Dub Producing. We'll talk to uh, Josh Vernier, our Royals insider, coming up at 8.30. Are we going to need to start printing Cactus League? I mean, 3-0, and right? Yeah. To start? I mean, we could do blue ones that say Cactus League champs. Would you buy one of those if they win the Cactus League yeah, this year? Yeah, sure. Yeah, we're putting those out, for baby. Sure I would. I take pride in Cactus 2023 League Cactus League champions. Let's I take roll. Pride in Cactus League championships. Let's roll. Uh, uh Royals and uh, Brewers today, 205 here on 610 Sports Radio. We never play the Yankees in the spring. That's correct. Why don't they merge the grapefruit and cactus leagues and just play in like Del Rio, Texas and call it the Texas League? Hmm where everybody can play against each other. No takers? No takers. All right. No. We can split those up. That's fine. I uh, continue to weigh in at 913-586-7610. Lies you're told? Yes, lies you were told as a child yeah. for, by yeah. your parents. Yeah. I do like this one. That resonates with me. 1982, 12 years old parents. No, you can't have a computer. They'll never catch on. Yeah, that's right. My, mine was, what are you going to need a computer for? They bought me a word processor. 
<laughs> Two years later, they were buying a computer. Yep. Grandma would say coffee will stunt your growth. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lie. My dad told me not to wear flip-flops riding my bike because of my foot slip. The spokes would chop my toes off. Ooh, I had that happen to me on a big wheel one time. I went down the hill barefoot on the street, and I used my feet to stop. Oh, no. Not good. Mm. Those metal oh. pedals, though, were no joke. No, no. they were not. Yeah. I'm sure you can't have metal pedals now because they hurt the children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't. You can't be Some mother group Either got out there and said, you know, we cannot do these pedals. Plastic one that doesn't hold up. Right. Those metal ones held your foot in place. Here's a good one that you and I and B-Dub and all parents could use. If you leave your socks out, gnomes will get them. Mm. Our kids wouldn't care. They're not buying them. Not, not too late now. Yeah. No. Yeah. They just fill it up on chairs now. Don't stare crap. at the sun. Yeah, well, that of course, is true. that yeah. one turned out yeah, to be true. Say, so yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. true. Mm-hmm. My grandmother always told me I'd have to be fighting all the women off when I grew up because I'm such a handsome boy. Still waiting. <laughs> You can't give 110%. 100%. Yeah, it's true. Roy Williams said that years and years ago. That was the first time I heard that, and I totally agree with him. Yep. Totally agree with that. Roy said it one time, and he, I think he said it a lot probably. It's 110%. You can't give 110%. You give 100%. That's what you got. Someone else says, you knew not to mess with the kid that rode the bike with the metal pedals barefoot. Yeah, that is true. true. Yeah, That kid was tougher than you. Yep. Way tougher than you. What was the deal with turning the interior light on in the car? Everybody's texting that in. Why were we all told that? Because it distracted you from driving. It was too bright. Can't see what you're doing. Car is too bright. I mean, they're not wrong about that. You turn those lights on when it's night. That's the first thing. You turn the light out. Can't see. I yeah, can't see. It's illegal. Yeah. I still say it now. It's illegal. I know it's illegal. <laughs> let me, let, let, I don't know if it is or not. Right. Turn it off. Just it's illegal. They told us that. So let me ask you guys this. When when the weather's bad and, and you can't see sometimes and the wipers are going real fast, do you always turn down the radio? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> I focus better, better now. Better. Yeah. It's going to help you drive better. We turn down the radio, make sure yeah. everybody's safe. All right. Turn everybody that down. good. Turn the radio down. The Turn wipers down. are up because being loud and that's going to make a difference. Yeah. But that's always like the first thing you reach for. You turn the radio down. Yeah. Yep. Forget metal pedals. We survived metal slides. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we did. Yeah, we did. In yeah, the sun. In the sun. Yeah. Ooh, baby. Talk about third degree burns. Yeah, another one. Can't pee in the pool or the water will change the color. Yeah. We were told that. We were told if you peed in the pool, a purple ring would form around you. It would follow you <laughs> it around should. the pool. To this day, I use that to my kids. It should. Don't pee in the pool. A purple ring will form around you. Yeah, it really should. I was told not to flip anybody off because they could be my boss one day. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Some people deserve it. I won't buy pay-per-view to get it, but I do appreciate some outside-the-box sporting events that are that are going to be happening. I read that this is not going to be on pay-per-view. It's just going to be on some website you've never heard of. Can I get it for free? Yes. Get past the headline. Then I might be it. Like Rumble.com is going to have this. I thought they were tagging it on to the UFC fight. That you could get it at the end of the UFC fight. Oh, I read it as this place called Rumble.com was going to have it. Well, then I'm in. Power slapping? I'm in, I'm in on power slapping. <laughs> if those people want to do it, I can't tell them not to. This is Power Slap. The best strikers and chins. This is the most exciting sport that you ever seen in your life. Whoa! 
two of the hardest slackers in the sport. I've already beat Wolverine. I will prevail once again. There is no losing this time. The hardest hitters, a lot of energy from start to finish. The sport of slap fighting is about to go to a whole nother level. I'm in. I, I want to. Wa I want to watch dudes slap each other. I think that that is really funny. You've seen the, some of those videos. Oh, God. Oh, those guys you. get knocked, <laughs> knocked out. Yeah, slapping it. And unlike like boxing and probably UFC to a certain extent, you're like, if I really wanted to, you could do it, right? You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like you could. You you'd be willing to slap somebody, right? Give me the powder. Powder my hand up real quick. Yeah. And then you think, well, it's just one slap. I could handle this, right? Apparently, you mean handle taking it? Yeah. No chance. No, it's, no I mean, it's not true, but you you have the belief you could, but it's not it's not real. So the power slap finale is going to air on March 11th, following the conclusion of the UFC fight night. But the power slap, as you mentioned, will be live on something called Rumble.com, which apparently also produces the after show. Power slap road to the title. I didn't realize that that was a thing. People are saying it's on TBS every Wednesday at nine. What? Why haven't you let me know about this? Yeah, yeah. It comes on after AEW Dynamite. I, I, the finale won't be on TBS, but yeah, there's a regular. There's a regular weekly power slapping show. Oh, yeah. yeah well, it's your job to tell us what we're not watching. On regular I mean, TV? You know, I, I tell you about wrestling and you shut me down. So this I is slapping. This no, no, is this slapping. is different. Wrestling There's is slapping in, in wrestling. Yeah, but not this. like this. Not where two people are lined up and you just slap each I, other in the face. I this thought is I had good. to go to the netherlands of the internet to find this no this I, is this is legit i can get this now, on huh? tbs oh, all right yes. all right every all wednesday night nine the family guy mm -hmm. yeah i'm in coming up tonight on tbs how i met your mother and slap fest 2003 wow those are the toughest athletes on planet earth i don't want to hear about your football player your rugby player your basketball player your hockey player any of your players Anybody that participates in slapping somebody else in the face and getting slapped in the face, that's that's the toughest athlete in the world. How do you train for this? I think you've done it in a bar a few times is what it is. Right? Is that yeah. what it is? Are yeah. you, I, I, you got to be all lubed up to participate would, in something like this, right? Sure. All right. Wednesday nights on TBS. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. I'm fucking this week. Let's go. From the 816, slapping should be an Olympic sport, not some of that other crap from Zach. I don't yeah. disagree with that yeah. at all. I'd rather watch that than ski. Oh, my shooting. gosh. The Chechen slappers, the one to beat here. I must slap him. Well, look out for this punky upstart from Costa Rica. He can really take a slap. Yeah. And and do you do weight classes in this? Like, are, is Drago in the same weight class as, you know, somebody who's tiny? Or is it by hand size? Well, that's what the combine's for. Well, yes, the other uses for hand size, the slap fighting. Yeah. How you get on even footing? I'm guessing it's probably by, probably by weight. From the 816, power slaps on TV, but baseball isn't. That's true. <laughs> you can get power slap on TBS on a Wednesday night, no ball. Unbelievable. What are you watching tonight? Well, the Royals are on somewhere, but the slap fighting's power, right here in front uh, of me. I can get power slap wherever. Watch some dudes slap each other. Okay, I'm in. They said they have a women's division as well. God, I, think. I can't imagine like waking up one morning and deciding that's the career. Yeah. What do you want to do with life? I'm going to be in the slap fighting competition. You can do what now? That and I would think this is only dumb enough for men. Like there yeah, wouldn't right. be a women's division because they're like, you idiot. This is for you. You're idiots. idiots. Yeah. yeah. No, there yeah. is a women's division yeah. though. Yeah. I, that's, that surprises me. Yeah. Surprises me. 
It shouldn't surprise me. <laughs> you practice by asking your wife if she's gained weight. <laughs> That'll get you a two-piece in the brisket, yeah, boy, yeah, real true. quick. That, that's how you train? Uh, that's how you train? <laughs> Slap fighting. Will Smith should be the referee. Mm. <laughs> Celebrity ref. How about this one for the 417? That would be power slap in between innings. Like that, right? They set up a table at home plate. Just two fans. All right, section 108, row 12, seat yeah, five. Yeah. Come on down. And kind of power slap. Power slap each other for a half hour. We can do it upper decks at the NFL games. You know, well, we, just select, already, we can yeah. just select two people yeah. to, to come out of the upper deck at any NFL game and do it. Yeah. Possibilities uh, are endless. All right, let's head to uh, Arizona. He is our Royals insider. He is one Josh Vernier to discuss the Three and O Kansas City Royals. Oh. Good morning, Vern. Good morning. I was wondering if there are prospects in this slap league, like a fifteen-year-old somewhere that is the next LeBron James of slapping. Actually, the slap league uses bar fights as their minor leagues. They're not wasting money on a minor league system like they're just baseball using does. the bars. Yeah, <laughs> they're using the bars. Cut out the local tavern. <laughs> Those two I think everybody had a couple of buddies in college that would go. Well, you know what that. That could be an option to make some money. Yeah, it could be. I still think I have some. Could of donate those plasma or get slapped. Right. Yeah. I did the former. <laughs> <laughs> so three and zero. Are we ready to uh, to crown them champs or what? Oh, maybe it would be their third Cactus League title, I believe, in the last uh, 10 years. Uh, no, no one wants to hear that. No one wants to know that uh, Franmil Reyes hit one 462 feet because it seems that this offense consistently rakes out here in Arizona. That has continued. Yes, the winds are piling up, uh, but it's spring. Yeah, you, you, you say that every year, right, about the, the ball flying out of the ballpark. Boy, it looks so good. Windy. How, how do you, Vern, really truly judge anything based on what goes on in Arizona? By slapping. Is what you By slapping, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the, the, the pitching, you know, uh, executing strikes, uh, the, the way the ball comes off the bat. You know, if you're line drives, I, I think you can read into line drives. But the home runs that you saw yesterday, whether it's Reyes or Dairon Blanco, uh, you had a 30-mile-per-hour yeah, uh, wind. Uh, Dairon really, Blanco? Yeah, he, he made his big league debut last season. He's. Uh, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, I heard of it. Uh, yeah. Best of luck to him. I, I, I missed that. I, yeah, guess, I hope yeah. he has a uh, strong 2023 down there in Omaha. Right. Uh, no, y you have to watch the games. Um, you know, you you look for positives here and there, but, um, you know, you, you, you're just hoping everybody stays healthy. And like we saw earlier uh, this weekend from Brad Keller, uh, spends the offseason bringing his curveball back. That's all well and good, much like Chris Bubich in his slider last season. It's great if you have it. Are you willing to throw it in a game? Uh, Brad Keller threw all four of his pitches in his outing yesterday, uh, threw them all with uh, confidence and conviction. Th th those are the type of things that you're looking for, but now he needs to do it at Kauffman Stadium when the season starts. No doubt. Yeah, that that's the big thing. It's like it's so hard. You know, we get excited about spring training, but – you know, how it translates into the regular season is always one of those things, the million-dollar question. And, in fact, it, it usually you find out right away what your team's about. For some reason, we stumbled on a comment from Mike Matheny from April 12th of last year. Uh, people already complaining on April 12th 
uh, about situational hitting. And I don't know how we stumbled upon that soundbite, but we did. I was searching so, for something else. I mean, is, is there a better way to do spring training so we can truly see, like, I, I know the weather and all that kind of stuff, but I just feel like like you just never get a full sense on what your team's really about. No, and I, and I don't think it's possible because of the day-in, day-out nature of – and the weather. I mean, it went – well, it's, it's been cold here lately, but once the season starts, it's brutal baseball weather, more than likely for the first month of the season. Uh, it, it's eventually going to warm up out here. And, and you know, so, so again, what's happening out here, all, all you can dive into really is uh, body language, attitude, confidence um, – you know, ner- nerdy things that I that I love to follow. As a matter of fact, sure, I don't have a problem with it. I think that's fun as well. Um, but 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 like offensively, the 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 guy that's impressed the most is Hunter Dozier, and I can't imagine anybody back in Kansas City wants me to uh, speak glowingly about the offensive output of Hunter Dozier in Arizona. No, right. nobody cares. Right. No. Um, so I I think Vern. The pitch clock is obviously going to be something that people talk a yes. lot about and focus on and and whatnot. I, I like it. Baseball players have had 30 years to try to figure it out roughly themselves. Uh, when people started complaining about pace of play, now they're being forced to do it. I don't care that games are ending on a called strike if the guy's not in the box. I, I think it's great the way that the umpires are enforcing this thing so far. Yeah, yeah. And when you're at the game, I'm really yet to notice it. It, it, it. But I'm also never uh, – I was never a guy complaining, oh, my God, this game's uh, taking too long, unless the game's out of reach. You know, Jackson Kowar's getting his head caved in in, in September. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, I want that game to speed up a little bit. For instance. Yeah. Uh, uh, Real-life example. Yeah, past mm-hmm. two seasons. Right. Um, but, no, no, when, when you're at the game, it, it, it you're leaving the stadium going, oh, my God, it's only, you know, 4.30. It's only, you know, the game started at 2 o'clock. That, that's when you notice it. Um, so, so I don't really under understand what baseball thinks is going to come from this. Again, I got no issue with it. Yeah, it's it, it it'll be great for me. I'll I'll be home a lot earlier. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know how much the owners are are going to like it because, especially you know, beer sales getting cut off in the seventh inning. You got like an hour and a half to uh, spend all your money um, on on booze. You know, I'm gonna. I'll be interested to hear the mm. complaints coming from on high that, hey, our concessions is suddenly uh, down this season. Right. Our attendance remains down because I don't think this move right here or bigger bases or eliminating, eliminating the shift is bringing a new generation of baseball fan to the, the, the stadium. It's really just getting the people that already love the game out of the stadium a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as what the players are saying, uh, You'll always be able to find someone to complain, uh, but but for the most part, talking with the the starting pitchers, they're really yet to notice it. Whether it's Lynch, it's Mayers, it's Granky, the guys that have taken the hill thus far are are yet to call it a, a nuisance. Now, I had a conversation with Josh Stallmont, and he did bring up a, a few interesting uh, things to ponder, especially as you guys know. Uh, an afternoon game in August in Kansas City. Th- those implosions that we've seen on the mound, I think those are going to be more spectacular when a guy uh, doesn't have it. Uh, you got no one left in the bullpen. This guy's sweating bullets out there. I, I-, I think we'll see. Um, I-, I don't know if you guys feel this way, but when you're watching those implosions out there on the mound and you, and you feel for the pitcher and you wish you could go out there and get them off the mound, uh, some. Uh, those are going to be uh, epically 
bad, I think, moving forward. <laughs> well, at least you know, it'll give you something to watch late in the game. Yeah, when, when they're, you know, can't get a grip. Um, you know, you're going to – and, of course, they'll, they'll find ways um, around it. You'll see more pitch outs. You'll see big looping throws over to first base, uh, not really trying to pick the guy off, just trying to buy some more time for the pitcher. Uh, Max Scherzer, I heard what he had to say about it. He says um, he thinks he's more in control. Uh, and, and we're seeing it in spring training, and you'll hear it today, Zach Greinke with the uh, pitch com. Uh, he'll be calling his own pitches. Uh, they're they're uh, tinkering with that in spring training. That's kind of cool. That. It's great, uh, especially for a guy like Scherzer, like Greinke, where, look, I know what I want to do. You just stay back there and catch it. Yeah. Uh, and you give me some encouragement every once in a while. They they may carry that into the regular season, Major League Baseball, seeing how it goes this spring. I, I, I'd do that for certain pitchers. I wouldn't allow Daniel Lynch to do no. that. But, like, no. you know, right. you're listening to what Salvi tells you, sir. Yes. But a guy like Zach Greinke, who's a you know Hall of Famer, if he wants to go his own pitches, by all means, keeps Zach engaged in the game, too, you know? True. Keep, keep, I, keep I, his mind. <laughs> Keep his mind engaged. <laughs> Keep him engaged in the game. I like it. Vern, do you there are, yeah, yeah, and, 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 and yeah. Uh, Granky has the game already mapped out in his head when he first goes out there on the bump. But, you know, a guy on second base and, and the clock is, is ticking down, he should be able to steal third base, especially if, you know, if you've already used your uh, two pickoff attempts. So, uh, you know, I feel like we do this uh, – now, now this might be a little bit more seismic than, than than the changes in the past, but I feel like every spring there's always a, a few new rules, and we think, oh my God, the game's going to be so different. And then you go to the ballpark for one of the 81 home games, and it's the same game same you've been game. watching your yep. whole life. I I like you know what I really liked during COVID were the seven inning double headers. I I thought those were a lot <laughs> of fun because I thought they added a sense of urgency. Like if you fell down in the second inning, you you didn't have seven more innings anymore. You you had to get your kind of acting gear. A little bit and I still cut like all games the seven innings just for the sense of urgency I know baseball won't do that but I mean that's a way to create sense of urgency in a game if you truly want to make the game exciting shorten the game and force every single inning and at bat to truly matter not only every game should be seven innings but I think every Saturday and Sunday should be a double header of, of seven inning games and if you do something like that to me it brings back the power of the starting pitcher because uh, he could eat up the entire game. Um, uh, or, you know, he, he gives you a, a solid six, and, and, and that six innings is, is you know, if we're, if we're talking about a seven-inning game, suddenly that bullpen is much more rested for that uh, game two or the, or the game two days from now. Yeah, yeah, uh, seven-inning games, and we've talked about this, eliminating Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday night games yeah. because those are pointless. Uh, and and you, I heard you guys discussing uh, what you've been talking about now for years of – you know, let's just get rid of some of these commercial breaks. Do it during the game like you see in soccer, NASCAR, and the rest. A am I wrong by that? Like, I, oh, you're I 100% feel right. Okay, yeah. thank you. But yeah. I, I feel like when I talk to people about that, Vern, they look at me like like I'm, I'm on drugs. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think that's – it depends on who you're talking to, but if it's people that uh, make money off of those commercials, that's why they're looking at you like you're but on But you drugs. can charge the same amount of money. You're putting it in-game. You're getting more eyeballs, I would assume. Like, you know, the people who get up to go take a leak in the middle of an inning, then they come back, and if there's a commercial during the game action, like everybody saw Andy Reid drawing mustaches on people during the, you know, the in-game commercials that took place this year in the NFL. Right, and look uh – you know, we've all been there watching the first baseman throw the grounders to the shortstop in between innings. Yes, all that all could be eliminated. The pitcher needs what four, 
you know, four warm-up pitches. Uh, you, you run a 30-second spot, and all right, get in the box. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah it just makes sense, but uh, sometimes it's uh, too much like right. After the opening weekend, we saw, I think, Bob Nightingale wrote a big piece. He probably wasn't the only one um, about the you know, pitch clock, and, boy, you can't do this stuff in a game that matters later on. Aren't sure we can. just over – are we just going to over-legislate now so that everybody's used to it by the time opening day arrives? That was, yeah, that, that's what Major League Baseball has, uh, that, that's the edict that they've given these umpires is, and uh, every game that uh, the Royals have uh, taken part in has had, I believe, at least three uh, violations. But, but you have to do that in April and May as well. Uh, because what was it three four years ago they were like all right no more stepping out of the box you you know you, and they never enforced it right uh, so so no one takes it seriously and, uh, yeah uh, they're gonna not only here in spring but I, but I think April uh, you you have to make example of guys and uh, you know follow it uh, to the second you know NFL uh, I don't know how many times I've watched a game where I'm like I, I swear it's delay a game. Um, and they don't call it. Right. Baseball's going to have to be bang, bang. Vern, it's at zero. It's at zero. Yeah, right, right, yeah, freaking right. out. Yeah, you're yeah. going to have to call it right away. Vern, um, how mad are the other owners at the Padres right now? Uh, well, I... They're bas- yeah. The Padres are basically doing what baseball's told us for the last 30 years can't be done, and that's spend money in a tiny market. Yeah. Look, okay, it's, what, five $100 million contracts. Um um, man, when the Royals won in, in 15 and 16, they, they spent, I mean, they they were what, 15th, 14th, 15th? I think 14th, somewhere in there, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, look, will Kansas City ever get to top five? No. Uh, top 10? Yeah, I, I, I think they could. Um, if Bobby and Vinny, if this core uh, shows enough this season, I I think Sherman and, and Piccolo will, will pour some gas on this fire and uh, slowly but surely, I, I think they'll get or make their way up there. The, the 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 thing is with the Padres is is it sustainable? It it it's cute right now. Five years from now, uh, are they are they still uh, spending like this, or have they, uh, a la Florida Marlins, Miami Marlins, have they started to gut their roster and piss off their fan base for the next decade? It, it, yeah, I love what they're doing. Uh, but I want to see them do it continuously, or else it's just um, a flash in the pan. It's it's just the latest Miami Marlins. Uh, random for me, what are they doing with all the uh, now smaller bases? Are we sending those to, like, underprivileged baseball countries? I would like to think so. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't have the answer. What a great question. Thank I you. Will, I'll, Thank find you. Out, I'll find out for you on that one. What are yeah. they doing with all the surplus of bases what, now? Hey, what they ought to do is autograph them all and sell them in all their authentic yeah. shops. I mean, Golly, you know. How many ideas do you have? I got them all. Just yeah, ask. I, I can fix anything. <laughs> Nobody wants to listen to me. Yeah, I just, They I think just, I'm nuts because I'm different. Just figure there's a giant warehouse full of bases now out there now we got these bigger bases baseball these, sees me coming they run all these other ones are obsolete i just wonder what they're doing with them. this guy's trying to make our game better get out of the way and hide i would think they go to the same place that the philadelphia eagles uh, super bowl champion t-shirts <laughs> go and all those muffin stumps <laughs> thank you Vern. thank you that is our royals insider josh Ferner. <laughs> oh wow <laughs> wow that was a hearty one it's not often I get got, but I got got good on that one. Way to go, Vern. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, normally, I don't like the halftime interview, 
amazing one comes from the XFL of all places. We'll get to that next. Fesco in the morning. That's a great question. Thank you. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. If your day sounds like. We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through. You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Tell anybody, but we did an edition of Shout It Out earlier today. Yes, at 6:30. we did. We're going to do it all week long at 6:30. It's back just for this week only. Specs out of town. He's out of the country, and we're just doing it. And if you're looking for it on the podcast, it's not going to say Shout It Out, just in case he happens to find a computer. Oh, okay, good for you. Good job. It is labeled this week only. Ah, gotcha. Okay. All right, so 6:30 right. every day this week. You pick the topic. On the text line, 913-586-7610. We discuss it. Then the boss is away. We will the play. segment the boss killed that you guys like. But don't tell them. Or we won't tell if you won't tell. It's just amongst us. Right. We're just keeping it. In, keep it in, in the family. Keep it in the family. So participate tomorrow, 630. Okay? Mm-hmm. You guys wanted it back for one week only. It's back, baby. Yeah. And we're also selling his desk. If anybody would like to purchase Spectre's desk, just come down to 7000 Squib Road with a check. Normally, I do not like the uh, halftime interview. I don't either, but this even, one is tremendous. Even though <laughs> maybe at some point I will be asked to do so. <laughs> I'm not a fan of them. I don't think coaches want to do them. I don't think they provide a lot of information. Nope. Um, I think that they're for show. Absolutely. Okay? Yeah, sure. They're, they're, they're largely for show. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, one works out. Mm-hmm. This example just happens to come from the XFL on ESPN. Welcome back to Orlando here with Coach Buckley. Coach, how do you change this momentum? We got to get different guys in there. Obviously, we got, I got guys out there that are not competing, that are not making plays. So we got to get people in there, young men that want to play, that want to compete and make plays. I just saw you walk up and down this sideline and look some guys in their faces. What did you see out of your team? I'm seeing guys not performing. Tell them, look at the scoreboard. They got to perform. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. <laughs> Terrell Buckley, head coach in the XFL. <laughs> that one I do like. <laughs> what do you have to do to change it? You got to get some guys out of here. These guys These suck. guys stink. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do a halftime interview. Right. I saw you look at these guys in the face. Yeah, I challenged their, I challenged their football because I'm getting them out of here. <sighs> That's how you do it. If every halftime interview is like that, I'm in. I'm totally in. If not, I don't need your cliches and your 
Saban doesn't want to do an interview. Right. You tell me you're going to start cutting people here in the third quarter. I'm probably, probably in on this Welcome one. back to Orlando here with Coach Buckley. Coach, how do you change this momentum? We got to get different guys in there. Obviously, we got, I got guys out there that are not competing, that are not making plays. So we got to get people in there, young men that want to play. <laughs> if that means we got to start cutting people here <laughs> mid-game, I got to start cutting people here mid-game. The problem is it's the XFL. Most of those guys have their paycheck probably bounce. So why do they care to go out there and give their effort when they're not getting paid? Or this is might be your last chance. You probably should give a lot of effort, I would think. Or, or again, it's the XFL, and there's literally nobody in the crowd. Maybe. They want to compete and make plays. I just saw you walk up and down this sideline and look some guys in their faces. What did you see out of your team? I'm seeing guys not performing. So look at the scoreboard. They got to perform. Thank you, God. Thank you. <laughs> look at the scoreboard. What are you seeing out of your team right now, Coach? Uh, I'm seeing a team not that a sucks. Not a lot. This team's garbage. <laughs> I'm seeing the same thing you are. Nothing. Play like you mean it. Play like you care. <laughs> I mean, that was the ultimate oh, play like you care. Terrell Buckley, well done. <laughs> play uh, like you care. So good, right? Even if it's the XFL. Right. Not doing well, though. No. Terrible TV ratings, like legitimately terrible TV ratings, and nobody in the crowd. Why would you pay money to, to, to watch that? Like, honestly, like, why would you plunk down money to watch minor league football? I mean, if it's entertaining, but I it, guess. I mean, it doesn't look very entertaining. Doesn't look the entertaining. whole product doesn't look entertaining. And, like, don't you have anything else going on in the day that can get you away from watching that on television? <laughs> We're going like if, the, if that's like one the thing, last it's, resort, it's one thing. If you want to watch on television, because it's on, you want to watch football going. I think in this case is like, that's more of an endeavor. Well, that, that that's an effort. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you got to go. That's that's above and beyond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to go out there and get in the car, pay for gas, pay to park, pay for a ticket, pay for concessions. No, if you'd like, no way. Like I, I know in St. Louis they don't have much going on and they're kind of like into the battle hawks, but why? Somebody needs to explain that to me. I, I don't understand. Like you're not watching anything that's special. But it's theirs. But who cares? I don't know. They do. Who cares? What people? Yeah. St. Louis people. How how do people truly get excited for that? Because you don't even know if that league's going to be around next week. <laughs> Correct. Next week. Right. Yeah. I know what I said. <laughs> so Just you, emphasizing it next you, week. Yeah, yes. you going to go out and buy merch yeah. for a league that may fold up, and then in 20 years you can say, I got a St. Louis Battlehawks t-shirt. I bet yeah. you don't know what this is. Twi- I've bought it twice now. Yeah. Two incarnations of yeah, the Battlehawks. Yeah, that's true. This league has already folded twice. You've already had the Battlehawks leave you and then return to you. Right. Yeah. It's bad. Now it's with former bad. tight end Anthony Becht at the helm. Yeah. But but this league has folded twice. I saw a tweet yesterday. But then what are the odds? Bob Fultz a third time. Very good. Very good. Have you seen the attendance? Have you seen the TV ratings? Nobody's paying attention other than Binkley. ESPN's got their back. How how long is ESPN going to have their back, though? And how long are these television networks going to have their back when they're not giving any sort of return on investment, right? If nobody's watching, why are we putting it on TV? Very valid question. 
But if you don't put it on TV, how do you know if they're going to watch? Well, we know. We put it on TV. Nobody's oh. watching. Oh, I see. Put up Stephen A. Smith yelling at somebody. Try baseball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of St. Louis, <laughs> I've actually got their guys back on this one. Next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 